Our studio line is 086-00-2032. And you can also drop me an SMS on 41391. We're in conversation next with political analyst Professor Dirk Kutsier. Will this new electoral bill be a law by the time we go to the elections in 2024? The bill is before the National Council of Provinces Select Committee on Security and Justice. However, Parliament may have to apply to the Constitutional Court for an extension because the Select Committee on Security and Justice may add amendments that will require public participation. The bill has to be finalized by the 10th of December. Professor Kutsia, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. What do you make of um, where we are currently with this process? And I remember a lot of civil society also up in arms with the bill that was passed in Parliament and you, of course, using that opportunity with the NCOP process to try and influence um, what the final bill would look like. Yes, that, that's indeed so. Um, I think what we have to understand is, is that it must be passed by both houses of parliament. The National Assembly already did it. Um, but what is now in the pipeline is, is a process that was initiated by a group of civil society organizations, including KZAP, the Council for the Advancement of the South African Constitution, and a number of other organizations. Um, and they insist on that there must be an amendment to the draft as it is at the moment, or the bill, to make a commitment that this, as the, the, the bill or as it is going to be approved, will include um, an, an, a section that will, yield of, that will make a commitment that after the 2024 election, there will be a more comprehensive look at the electoral system in general. So that will amount to an, an excellent reform of the electoral system and not only making an adjustment in order to deal with uh, independent candidates. So that, that's my understanding of the only element that is outstanding. The fact that there's almost a consensus um, amongst these civil society organizations which is driving this, this point means that uh, public consultations will possibly be, be done very, very quickly. Uh, because it won't involve uh, all sorts of different opinions that will be presented to them. But I think the, the complication is, is that it must be approved the delay or the postponement by the Constitutional Court. And I'm not sure whether the Constitutional Court will be necessarily very uh, inclined towards um, accepting that. Remember, this, this will then be the second postponement um, of, of this process as well as the IEC, which is very uh, on tender hooks at the moment because they insist that uh, that must be finalized as almost immediately for them to be able to start with the preparations for the the election in the middle of 2024. Yeah, because they normally speak about that it takes about two years to prepare for an election, and considering that we are possibly, as we stand currently, less than two years away from the 2024 elections, um, you can only imagine the amount of pressure that the IEC would be under. Could there be space for condonation? I I wonder myself, you know, whether that that will be possible um, to do that, um, and that is why I think the the constitutional court will be hesitant in order to to give any sort of additional time for for Parliament to come conclude this. Um, I I think if it is a question about that, it is one. Uh, a few single outstanding matters, then they will rather push Parliament to, to still do it this year instead of going over to next year. Mm-hmm. 
And then the other issue is that um, when it comes to the public participation is we know that, for instance, the governing party is going to its elective conference um, this year. Is it really possible to pass the bill considering the um, the timetable of the ANC um, and also looking at the timetable and the deadline that is set for parliament? Yeah, but by, by this stage, no, Parliament actually should be closed already. Yeah. It should be on, uh, in, in recess by the end of November and early December. We know that now the Palopala debate is going to happen on the 6th of December mm. um, in the National Assembly. So there's already that one exception that's been made. And I think possibly the, the same pressure there will therefore be on the National Assembly to do something similar. So that's why I'm saying if they can make some form of special arrangement in terms of public hearings that it is as short as possible, then possibly they can still fit it in. Yeah, and and let me get your opinion on this. Um, Yesterday we're speaking to um, Joe Maswangani, who is the chairperson of uh, the Finance Subcommittee. And this is, of course, on um, the bill that was before Parliament, um, the Paris-based Financial Task Action Task Force um, bill, looking into how to deal with uh, money laundering uh, to avoid this, this, this grade listing. And now the point that I was raising with him is that this almost seems to be a disconnect between Parliament as well as the executive when it comes to the processing of bills and also the duties of Parliament. Look at the delay now with the amendment of uh, the electoral bill, um, the delay with this anti-money laundering bill as well, and with the appointment of the SABC board. What do you make of this in general? What does this tell us? What's happening? Well, I think what what we are seeing is that a lot of attention has been paid now to, to ANC party politics in the preparation for the national conference and that possibly took and not only possibly i i would say it really took a lot of their time um and so that they spent less time on government work and more time on on party uh, work um and as a result of that they are now running out of time uh, i think what is also necessary to keep in mind is is that the speaker, as well as the different committees of parliament, is supposed to manage parliament, and that includes the management of its timetables and its programs. Um, and the, the, the chief whips of the different parties are co-responsible for that. So I think a lot of the, if you want to put blame on anyone, then it is possible it should start there, that they didn't uh, sort of plan properly in order, and now it, this, this bottleneck has been created. Um, but I think uh, if there is some concessions made, it, it will not be a good decision because that will mean in, in the future they will they will balkan on it. That yep. there will be concessions made, and and from a for, from the perspective of running an effective parliament, an executive plus the legislature, it's it's not a good thing to make these type of concessions. Thank you so much for your time, political analyst Professor Dirk Kutia.